Chapter 4, Part 1 of The Ocean, a general account of the science of the sea. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Ocean, a general account of the science of the sea by John Murray. The Waters of the Ocean, Temperature, Part 1 Properties of Fresh and Salt Water before considering the distribution of temperature in the ocean, it is desirable to recall some of the well-known properties of water. Although the significance of the term temperature has frequently been changed in scientific discussions, still the modern kinetic theory of heat appears to give a quite definite meaning to the word. The heat energy communicated to a material substance increases the kinetic energy of translation of the molecules as a whole, and it is this portion only of the heat energy which influences the temperature. Monatomic molecules alone retain all the heat they receive as heat sensible to the thermometer. In addition, heat energy may produce in all substances except monatomic gases certain other kinds of motion, as for instance rotatory motion on the part of the molecules or oscillatory motion on the part of the atoms within the molecule. These molecular motions are spoken of as path heat, spin heat and wobble heat. Such motions increase with a rise of temperature and decrease with a fall of temperature, but are distinct from changes of temperature. Again, changes of heat content may condition changes of state of aggregation, of molecular or intramolecular complexity, etc., without necessarily affecting the temperature. Temperature is not the same thing as heat. It is not a quality of any particular body, but may be defined as that state or condition of matter on which depends its relative readiness to give or to receive heat. Water has a greater capacity for heat, a higher specific heat, than any other liquid or solid. The specific heat of water is 30 times that of mercury, that is, the amount of heat required to raise the temperature of one pound of water through any interval of temperature is 30 times as much as that required to raise an equal mass of mercury through the same interval of temperature. The capacity of steam and ice for heat is only one half that of water in the liquid state. For these reasons, water is not warmed by the sun's rays to nearly the same extent as the land, nor does it cool so quickly when the sun's rays are absent. Another marked peculiarity of fresh water is that its maximum density point is at a temperature of 39.2 degrees Fahrenheit. Above this temperature, the volume increases and the density diminishes with a rise of temperature, but also below this temperature, the volume increases and the density diminishes with a fall of temperature. On freezing at 32 degrees Fahrenheit, the ice, unlike most other substances, occupies a larger volume than an equal weight of water. The specific heat of seawater is less than that of fresh water, and seawater is a better conductor of heat than fresh water. Again, the freezing point and the maximum density point of seawater depend on the salinity. Water with a salinity of 35 per thousand freezes at 28 degrees Fahrenheit, and the maximum density point is at the freezing point. It follows that any seawater on being cooled will always sink through water of equal salinity. 
while fresh water at a temperature of 39.2 degrees Fahrenheit will always sink through water having either a higher or a lower temperature. In all questions dealing with the circulation of fresh water in lakes and of salt water in the ocean, it is most important to bear these fundamental facts in mind. They account for the marked differences in the distribution of temperature in freshwater lakes and in the ocean. The methods and instruments employed in observing the temperature of ocean waters, both at the surface and in great depths, have been briefly described in Chapter 1. So we may now proceed to a consideration of the distribution of temperature in the great oceans. Distribution of temperature Broadly speaking, the distribution of temperature at the surface is dependent on geographical position, the water being ice cold at the poles, and having a temperature of over 80 degrees Fahrenheit at the equator. But the position of the isothermal lines is much modified by prevailing winds, by the situation of land masses, and by the position of the areas of barometric maxima and minima. There is a nearly continuous broadband around the equatorial regions of the globe, in which the mean annual surface temperature exceeds 80 degrees Fahrenheit. To the north and south of this band, the temperature decreases gradually towards the polar regions. A mean temperature exceeding 60 degrees Fahrenheit is found within the latitudes of 40 degrees north and 40 degrees south, except in the North Atlantic, where it extends beyond the parallel of 40 degrees north. A mean temperature of 40 degrees Fahrenheit corresponds in the southern hemisphere with a latitude of about 55 degrees south, while in the North Atlantic it extends to the north of latitude 70 degrees north, beyond the North Cape. About 16% of the entire ocean surface has a mean temperature below 40 degrees Fahrenheit. In the Atlantic and eastern portion of the Pacific, areas of high surface temperature, over 80 degrees Fahrenheit, lie to the north of the equator, owing to the fact that in these parts of the ocean, the southeast trades protrude north of the equator as the simple result of the geographical distribution of atmospheric pressure there. Very different is it in the western division of the Pacific, where an area of high surface temperature, over 80 degrees, extends east of Australia as far south as latitude 20 degrees south, due to the circumstance that for eight months of the year, the line of lowest barometric pressure is there to the south of the equator, and necessarily accompanied by northerly winds which propel into more southern regions the warmer surface waters of the western Pacific. In the Indian Ocean, a comparatively low surface temperature prevails over the northwestern portion of the Arabian Sea, brought about by the prevailing northwesterly winds driving the warm surface water to the southeastwards, and thus by upwelling off Cape Gardafui, bringing the colder waters of lower depths to the surface. On the other hand, the prevailing winds in summer at the head of the Bay of Bengal are southerly and southeasterly, bringing from tropical regions the warm waters of the surface over the whole of the northern portion of the sea. In the eastern part of the North Atlantic, the prevailing southerly and southwesterly winds carry to high latitudes the warm surface waters from the south whereas in the western part near Nova Scotia, the prevailing northwesterly winds in the cold months of the year carry the cold Arctic waters southward. 
The lowering of the surface temperature off the northwest coast of Africa is the direct result of the curbing round of the prevailing winds in this part of the North Atlantic to northwest and north, thus transferring the surface waters from higher to lower latitudes. A lowering of the temperature from similar causes is seen off the west coast of all the continents in trade wind latitudes, where the prevailing winds blow out from desert and from higher to lower latitudes, therefore from colder to warmer regions, and are consequently dry evaporating winds. On the other hand, a raising of the temperature is seen in these latitudes off the east coast of the continents, where the prevailing winds pass from lower to higher latitudes, therefore from warmer to colder regions, and thus tend to precipitate their moisture in the form of warm rains. Variation of temperature. The temperature of the surface waters of the ocean varies from day to day and from year to year at any one place, but to a much less extent than on land. The sun's heat is readily absorbed at the surface and propagated downwards, but when the temperature of the water is raised, evaporation tends to check the rapidity of the rise, and when the temperature of the water is lowered, condensation of the water vapour in the air resting upon the sea surface checks the rapidity of the fall, and if the temperature becomes very low, freezing sets in, again retarding the fall. The daily variation of temperature in the air resting upon the dry land may in places be very large, as for instance in the desert regions of the tropics, where during the day the temperature of the air may rise to 125 degrees Fahrenheit, while during the night the temperature may fall below the freezing point. This is in striking contrast to what holds good for the air resting upon the ocean, and in still greater contrast to what takes place in the actual surface waters of the sea. For example, during 126 days when the Challenger made observations in the North Atlantic Ocean, the mean amplitude of the daily variation in the temperature of the air over the sea was 3.21 degrees Fahrenheit, and on 76 of these days, when the Challenger was near land, the mean daily range was 4.38 degrees Fahrenheit indicating a larger range in temperature of the air over the sea when near land than when out in the open ocean. During these same 126 days, the mean daily range of temperature in the surface waters of the North Atlantic was only 0.8 degrees Fahrenheit, or one-fourth of that in the air resting upon them. An examination of the temperatures taken by the Challenger in other parts of the globe renders it highly probable that nowhere in the open ocean does the mean daily fluctuation of the temperature of the surface water amount to one degree. Hence, the atmosphere over the ocean may be regarded as resting upon or blowing over a surface, the temperature of which is practically uniform at all hours of the day a generalization which is looked upon as a factor of prime importance in the study of the atmosphere and of ocean meteorology. The annual variation of the temperature in the surface waters of the ocean at any one spot may exceed 50 degrees Fahrenheit in certain regions, where the surface is occupied by cold waters coming from polar areas at one season and by warm waters coming from tropical areas at another season. 
But on the other hand, there are very extensive regions, both in tropical and polar waters, where the range does not exceed a few degrees during the course of the year. A map showing the annual range of the surface temperature of the ocean, based upon the highest and lowest temperatures recorded within each 2 degrees squared throughout the ocean basins, indicates that the surface of the ocean may be divided into five zones, viz. a zone of small range and high temperature encircling the tropical regions, two zones of small range and low temperature encircling the two polar regions, and two intermediate zones of large range encircling the two temperate regions of the globe. A range not exceeding 10 degrees Fahrenheit occurs in the Arctic Ocean, bordering the northern shores of Asia and America, mostly within the Arctic Circle, and in the Antarctic Ocean as far north approximately as latitude 50 degrees south. Throughout these two polar areas, the observations indicate a range from 28 degrees to about 50 degrees, though not exceeding 10 degrees in any single 2 degree square, and in certain squares being less than 5 degrees. A range not exceeding 10 degrees Fahrenheit, but with high temperature, occurs also in an almost continuous intertropical belt around the globe, broken only in the Pacific off the western shores of Central America. In the central portion of the South Pacific, this belt extends as far south as latitude 30 degrees south. The observations recorded throughout this belt vary from 70 degrees to 90 degrees Fahrenheit, though the range in any single 2 degrees square does not exceed 10 degrees Fahrenheit. This practically embraces the coral reef regions of the world. Turning now to those portions of the sea surface where the range exceeds 10 degrees, we find that the area with a range of temperature between 10 degrees and 20 degrees Fahrenheit is the most extensive, filling up the intervals between the intertropical belt and polar areas of small range just referred to, and enclosing in certain positions areas with a range greater than 20 degrees. A range exceeding 20 degrees Fahrenheit occurs in the southern hemisphere south of the tropics, in a band continuous across the South Atlantic and greater part of the South Indian Ocean, with isolated areas of South Australia, New Zealand and South America. In the northern hemisphere, extensive areas cross the North Pacific and North Atlantic, extending into the Mediterranean and Baltic. A range exceeding 30 degrees Fahrenheit is found in two large areas, one in the northwest Atlantic off the east coast of North America between latitude 30 degrees north and 50 degrees north, the other in the northwest Pacific off the east coast of Asia between latitude 22 degrees north and 56 degrees north, with smaller areas in the Mediterranean and Black Sea, in the Baltic and North Sea at the heads of the Red Sea and Persian Gulf, off the mouth of the Rio de la Plata, and south of the Cape of Good Hope and Madagascar on the parallel of 40 degrees south. A range exceeding 40 degrees Fahrenheit occurs in the western portions of the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans, in which positions the greatest variation of temperature in the surface waters of the globe is found, and in the northwestern part of the Black Sea and eastern part of the Mediterranean near Cyprus. A range of surface temperature exceeding 50 degrees Fahrenheit is found only in the Northwest Atlantic and Northwest Pacific. The North Atlantic area is much the larger, 
extending off the North American coast to the south of Nova Scotia, seawards almost to longitude 50 degrees west. The greatest recorded range within a single 2 degrees square is 52 degrees, from 28 degrees to 80 degrees Fahrenheit, while the extreme range within the area is 56 degrees, from 27 degrees to 83 degrees Fahrenheit. The North Pacific area lies off the coast of Asia in the Sea of Japan in about the same latitude as the Atlantic area, 40 degrees north. The greatest recorded range within a single 2 degree square is 52.7 degrees from 28.8 degrees to 81.5 degrees Fahrenheit and the extreme range within the area is nearly 55 degrees from 28.8 degrees to 83.7 degrees Fahrenheit. From an oceanographical point of view, the areas having a large range of surface temperature are extremely important in their effect on organisms, and they will be further referred to in later chapters. The lowest recorded temperature at the surface of the sea is 26 degrees Fahrenheit, observed in the North Atlantic eastward of Nova Scotia, and the highest reading in the open ocean is 90 degrees Fahrenheit, recorded in the tropical Pacific both north and south of the equator, while readings of 94 degrees and 96 degrees Fahrenheit have been recorded in the Red Sea and Persian Gulf, respectively. The greatest known range of temperature in the surface waters throughout the whole world is thus 70 degrees Fahrenheit, from 26 degrees to 96 degrees, being very small when compared with the extreme variation of the temperature over the land surfaces of the globe, which may exceed 220 degrees Fahrenheit. End of part one. Read by Claudia Candy.